Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I find it interesting. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. As we went to break there, both said I didn't sound enthusiastic about Young Way Koo coming back. Young Way Koo's coming back! Hey, man, for many years, our most lethal offensive weapon. He, he has been. I mean, and here's the deal. He filled big shoes. I mean, Matt Bryan yeah. was great. Our former most lethal offensive <laughs> weapon. And then we went through, you know, Tavecchio. Oh! And all these other kickers. Right. And finally, Young Way Koo comes in. <laughs> He's good, good, good. He's going to get uh, an extension, guys. $24 million, $11 million guaranteed. This is it's not funny. This is serious business. He is the reason why we won three games last year, mm. at least. So when you have a good kicker, you take care of him. But, yeah, Bo was like, well, that sounded exciting. Listen, what do you want me to say? Young Way Cools is a big deal. And whoever that dude is who stole his car up there. Give it back. Give it back. You jerk. Did he ever get his shoes? I don't think Squiddy never got his shoes back, did Young Way Koo from that? He said, look, just drop the shoes off at a post office, okay? And I'm going to get my car back. I got insurance (laughs) for that. Did you have shoes in his car when they stole his car? That's just cold. Put the man's shoes outside and then take the ride. Right. I mean, come on, man. That's just not right. What are y'all going to do with them shoes? You're not wearing them. (laughs) I mean, seriously, whoever stole Young Way Koo's car. Right. You're not putting those cleats on. It's magic shoes. He's <laughs> yeah. not doing that. That's not right. Can you imagine that? Man, we got another one today. Look at these cleats I got. <laughs> yeah, where are you going to wear cleats? Okay, you can wear them out. <laughs> you can't. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, man, <laughs> heading into the club in my size 10 Adidas. Anyways, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. What is going on today? What is not going on? Uh, as far as the NFL is concerned, guys, we have been talking a lot today about the idea of Deshaun Watson. Mike, let's let's reset this before we get to our mm. NFL blitz, please. All right, guys, uh, Deshaun Watson. Now, we have been mentioned in the Deshaun Watson conversation. And uh, Diana Rossini from ESPN said that he's actually reached out personally to the Falcons. And that's, that's on, from somebody at ESPN who's pretty well respected. The way things would work, the mechanics of it, because I know what you're saying. You guys said we got no cap space. Well, we technically really don't. You would sign Deshaun Watson. You would redo his deal. You would be giving up maybe three first-round picks. I don't know what the terms would be, Carl. It could be two number ones and two number twos, or it could be three number ones. Either way, you're giving up a lot of draft equity. You would then restructure or then re-sign Deshaun Watson to a new deal, bonus money up front to free cap space, and then you would have a longer term. Maybe add two years to Deshaun's current deal that he got from the Texans. Conversely, guys, 
and I wrote this just now on Twitter so there's no confusion. This would not be a trade to Sean Watson for Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan would not be going to the Texans. Matt Ryan, one of two things, Carl. There'd be a post-June 1st designation where Matt Ryan would be traded like Julio Jones was to the Titans, and then we would in turn get those draft picks, at least some of them back, that we gave to get to Sean Watson. Or you would simply outright release Matt Ryan, then he'd be free to negotiate with teams. It's doable. That's what we're trying to explain to you. This is not something out of space. Mike uh, Dukes and Bell mm-hmm. making this up. It's doable. Now, will they do it? I don't know. But the idea that we're even talking about it, the idea that all of a sudden we're even merged as a team that's interested, the idea that Deshaun Watson has basically called the team and been like, yeah, because, guys, he has a no-trade clause. He's only going to waive that for a team that he wants to mm-hmm. go to. All these teams can be interested – but if he's not interested in going to the Saints and the Saints have all this, this equity or, or, or capital on the table and Deshaun goes, I don't want to go to New Orleans, he's not going. Hey, and again, I don't know, guys, how you want to quantify this. Is this a 10-to-1 shot? I'd like those numbers, man. I don't want to see him in a Saints uniform. I definitely don't want to see him in a Carolina uniform. He's also a guy that's got local ties. He's a star. This is a guy that I've been wanting on this team since he was potentially coming out of Clemson. So I want this guy. I want this team to be exciting, and we just gave you the numbers. We gave you the idea that Matt could be traded to a team of his choosing, potentially, and then we'd be able to get some of that draft equity back in return for Matt, and that would then become the 2023 NFL yeah. draft. I think the it's most— not the worst case, but I'm saying, I mean, to look at this and just immediately shake your head and go, no, 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 I don't understand the pushback from some fans on this. I think the, the most important thing to, to maneuver here, at least understand from his perspective, I'm talking about Deshaun, he's going to go where he wants. If, it, if, if the Falcons are interested in this and they really want to try to make it happen, he can open that door. And that's the thing I think we have to understand. This is not a player with a no-trade clause who says he has no control over where he ends up. That is a big deal. Dukes and Bell, 404-741-0929. You guys hit us up. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, our poll question is up. Chris, thank you so much for putting that out there as we've been talking about this today. And it's pretty simple. Um, <laughs> if the Falcons can make this work, you know, uh, what, what do you want? And so many guys are already hitting us up. If the Falcons can make the deal happen, do you want them to get Deshaun Watson? Uh, it's simple, yes or no. And if you want to leave a no, tell us why in the comment section below. Go to Dukes and Bale 929 and check that out. Darren Eels is on the way. Atlanta United president. Big win, which, again, we really didn't talk about yesterday because of the Matt Olson news and the Freddie stuff that came down. We'll chop it up with Darren coming up in about 20 minutes. Chris, let's get to an NFL blitz. Welcome to the NFL. Dukes and Bell. Okay, first things first, Falcon news, right? So Russell Gage, Mike, going to Tampa. After yesterday, we found out that Foyer Lewikin is going to sign a deal with Jacksonville. We just told you about Young Way Koo. They retained his services. He's back as our kicker. And then around the league, well, now we know the terms of the Aaron Rodgers contract, hmm. Mike. Uh, three years, $150 million. It's been described as basically a one, one, and one. One-year deals that's com- com- composed of three years, total amount, don't get caught up in the 150 because the, the cap number can adjust every year. It went down this year. Remember, Matt had a $48 million cap. Well, actually, I guess he technically still does because they haven't readjusted him yet. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers was at 46. His cap number now is 28, Mike. So that was the main thing for the, for the Packers is if he's going to continue to be around, how do we do this in a way that we can adjust this each and every year? Right. Either way... Aaron gets what he wants. And he's getting the money up front the way Kirk Cousins did a couple of years ago when he signed his deal with Minnesota. So it's uh, it's mutually beneficial. Uh, Devontae Adams, eventually they're going to get around to getting his deal. 
Uh, it's going to be interesting. Now they've got to go and get it done. Now I guess the next thing is an afterthought. You just move on from Jordan Love. You let him sit around and do nothing for the next couple of years. Well, if there was a trade market for Jordan, yeah, Love, I don't think there is any. Somebody you know? was asking me about that the other day for us. I'm like no interest. I know what he is. I know I, I know about as much about him as I would know in a draft pick in twenty three. Yeah, I. Uh, but but the terms of this deal originally we had heard four years, two hundred million, and then Aaron came out and said that's not true. Hmm. Either way, he gets the deal that uh, he wants, and the Packers get what they want. They get some flexibility because that's really what the Packers were kind of looking for. What else is going on? Well, we're telling you about Deshaun Watson. He's meeting with the Browns today. He's going to apparently, you know, continue to meet with these teams that have interest. And, guys, I think he's got his his things that he wants. And I don't know if we fit all of that, Mike, but there is something to be said. Uh, I know a little bit about his family coming mm-hmm. home. That being here obviously would be appealing to him. I don't necessarily know if we check all the boxes in his head about the things that he wants, that go, a team that he wants to go to as a quarterback. I don't know. Right. Now, I mean, everybody in this division, if you want to be in the NFC South, the Saints have got a great defense. And they've got some, you know, they've. you could argue they need a few more weapons of wide receiver. We've got our deficiencies. We know what those are. And Carolina is a giant question mark. They might actually be moving on from Christian McCaffrey. So, mm. I mean, if all things being equal – and we've said about his connection to Atlanta from his days as a ball boy and actually knowing Arthur Blank, and it'd be interesting to see if we could get this guy in here and just completely, completely hit that giant reset button and just kind of re-energize the fan base. Well, and, and for everybody who says we keep, you know, this is a rebuild, if you get a new quarterback, then that's when I consider this a new rebuild. That's We haven't done that yet. We've done everything yeah. but. And as we said, guys, I, I know that it, a lot of folks are hitting his back, and they feel that somehow it's a disrespect to Matt Ryan. Look, guys, as we said, Matt's done his job. It's not his fault that Thomas Dimitrov and Dan Quinn screwed up draft after draft and personnel move after personnel move. And he would have an opportunity to go to a team potentially that could get him back in the playoffs, and we would in turn be able to get a few draft picks to compensate for what we'd have to give the enormous amount of picks we'd have to give to get Deshaun Watson. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMen'sMedical.com. Teddy Bridgewater lands in Miami. Uh, he is going to back up Tua. We said yesterday we thought that was a good situation. What about the Honey Badger, Mike, going to the Ravens? Chiefs don't bring him mm. back. They had talked about not doing that. But I think that's a good move. You know, the Ravens' secondary was decimated last year. I mean, you had Harbaugh going for it yeah. in overtime because he didn't, he didn't have didn't anybody. He defense. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a really good move for the Ravens. You have to assume that they're not have to going to go through that again this season. I mean, guys, go look at their injury report. It was ridiculous. And then at the end, it was Lamar Jackson who wasn't on the field. Right. But the Honey Badger, he don't care. <laughs> that's right, Brent. You a little banged up for your uh, taste, though? Honey Badger a little banged up later, later in his career? Injured, yeah. I still take the, the risk mm-hmm. of signing him. Uh, I think it's going to be the biggest safety deal from what I saw. But I still because he's a playmaker. Mm. He's such a ball hawk. And he's a difference maker, man. I still take the risk of trying to sign him to uh, to the deal, and, th- and that's what the Ravens are going to do. We're talking about all the moves around free agency, guys. Lots of stuff going on. Who's keeping who? Who's leaving what teams? Again, none of this becomes uh, official until 4 o'clock tomorrow, Mike, when the new league year starts. Yeah, there were some numbers yesterday that kind of blew people's minds. Jacksonville had more money to spend than anybody, and they spent it. Christian Kirk was a guy. Now, some would say when uh, D'Angelo, when uh, when D-Hop went out, when DeAndre Hopkins went out, did Kirk step into the breach? I mean, still hasn't had 1,000 yards as a receiver, five touchdowns last year for Arizona. Yeah. I think Christian Kirk was overshadowed, okay, by D-Hop, mm-hmm. which most guys are. I mean, D-Hop's just been a better receiver. But this tells you about the secondary market guy uh, for, for wide receivers in this league. 
for a guy who's not put up those kind of numbers, Mike, and he's still able to pull a contract like this. Has he been productive? Mm. Yes. But I can't tell you that he's in my top ten of wide receivers. Christian Kirk's really good, but we'll see what he does there. We mentioned they also had the money for Foye Aluakin down there in Jacksonville. And then, of course, earlier today we mentioned Russell Gage going to Tampa Bay. You know, you and I, it's funny. We were banging the drum for Russell Gage. He can be a number two. Remember that? He can be. And he was okay, but... You know, it just is what it is. Without Calvin Ridley, it would it may have been a completely different dynamic. Well, now he's going to have Tom Brady throwing to him and Chris Godwin coming off that ACL and Mike Evans. You know, Antonio Brown, obviously, is kaput in Tampa Bay. So, Russell Gage, man, going to be probably in a more comfortable role for him down there in Tampa. What about Randy Gregory, Mike? Uh, he was way back in the day in studio with us. He was training here mm. in Atlanta. Had some ups and downs, but he is going to the Broncos after apparently turning down a deal to leave the Cowboys, which is kind of interesting. Now, remember, Von Miller's still out there as well. And wants to come home. So, and Randy Gregory's been pretty damn productive. So but you got Bradley Chubb, Randy Gregory, and a potential return to Von Miller? Again, and you just added a guy named, oh, yeah, Russell Wilson. Giddy up. I think they're in the mix. You NFL, know? man. NFL headlines never end. But, yeah, that's going to be a compelling team. That's why they'd be probably one of those odds on now in the AFC. Yeah, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is going on? The, yeah, the Randy Gregory thing is big simply because the Cowboys, they said they weren't going to resign him, but mm-hmm. I think they knew he was going to turn down their offer and go somewhere else. He goes to Denver. So what are the Cowboys going to do with Lael College? Is outright release? Because the idea would be you could get at least something, get get a third rounder, get something for Lael Collins, who I put right now, you can use him as guard or tackle on this team. Yeah, I know, man. And I I would love to, to try to make that happen. Mm-hmm. First things first, again, what's the priority? Uh, Mike, this may have become the new priority if, if Deshaun Watson is in play. It mm-hmm. has to be. It has to be. So, and we're just simply talking about trades, not necessarily the draft, guys. Again, two separate things. Also, I mentioned this because he's such a good dude. Andrew Wentworth, Mike, retiring. Uh, announced his retirement. He wins the Super Bowl. He had talked about maybe coming back. He is just a fun dude, but he's done it all, played at a high level, and now he's a champion. I, I wouldn't have come back. As soon as the Rams won, I was like, I thought he was done. Yeah. But he did contemplate it, and right. he's done. And again, at the end of his career, I mean, he was yeah. Looked like he was on roller skates at times. So it was a good time to step out, but a very well-beloved player of the NFL and the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Yeah, he was. If you didn't see that speech, incredible speech he gave about mentoring a young guy, and he didn't even know. And after the game, they're playing the Lions, and it's just a really cool speech if you want to go check it out. Hey, man, we have a poll question up at Dukes and Bell 929, handcrafted by Chris the Engineer, Carl. Uh, Paul, if the Falcons can make the deal happen, do you want them to trade for Deshaun Watson? Yes, 80.6% of the vote. No, 19.4. You can go to at Dukes and Bell 929 and vote yourself. No. That would be a resounding yes from yeah. our fan base yeah. that no. listens to Dukes and Bell so far. No, no, listen, you can tell us no. That's mm-hmm. fine. I'd love to just know why it's no. Why is it no? I don't know why it would be no, but you can tell us. All right, coming up, Darren Eels is going to join us. <laughs> Uh, he is the president of Atlanta United. We'll talk to Darren about all things United, guys. We've got another match coming up this week. Great match Sunday at Mercedes-Benz that came down to the end. Darren Neils is next. It is Dukes and Bell. We're talking about the idea of the Falcons potentially acquiring Deshaun Watson. Our poll is up at Dukes and Bell 929. A guy had the audacity to hit us back. Who's he going to throw it to? I don't care. He can throw it to himself. Yes, which brought me to just tweet just now that uh, perfect uh, video of Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning throwing a pass to himself with Vikings <laughs> tight end Steve Jordan circa 1987. When he throws it up and he yeah. catches it. 
It's a great video. No, it's again, it's an old, the old pre-produced wrestling skits used to make me laugh out loud as a kid. <laughs> Guys, we'll figure it out. Yes. And newsflash for the folks out there that go, again, I, I, I'm giving you a chance to have a transformative, unbelievably talented local kid at quarterback, okay, who's younger, who's more vibrant, nothing against Matt. Matt's done the best he can. The team's gotten bad around Matt. We'd re-energize the franchise, and you guys, who's he going to throw it to? We'll figure it out, okay? We had Julio Jones here for 10 years. We never won a championship. Okay, yes, but I'm waiting for the Julio fanboys. He did his part. Yeah, okay, well, we still didn't win a title, okay? Yeah. And then later on he asked for a raise, and that further screwed up the cap, which got us to where but we this, are. But this is the mindset. We're going to talk to Darren Eels, but this is the mindset, right? You go, we have a chance to get a quarterback. Well, who's he going to throw it to? Who cares? Again, you don't know this? I don't want to. I kind of let the cat out of the bag. Harry Douglas coming out of retirement. <laughs> With that, we say good afternoon to our friend. He is the president of Atlanta United, and we got a big win against Charlotte. Send those people back to Charlotte, will you? Mm. What a match, Darren. Incredible match on Sunday. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. I'm still trying to get my voice back from uh, that last minute <laughs> goal from Steve yep. O'Reilly. Luck of the Irish on St. Patrick's Day weekend. That's right. Oh, we could have scripted it better. Yeah, he is our guy. And, you know, it's funny. We had some great opportunities. It just seems like, Darren, not to make excuses, but we've run into two really talented or guys making unbelievable saves, two good goalkeepers the last two weeks. Yeah, look, I mean, I thought he had a really impressive uh, game, the goalkeeper for Charlotte. And, I mean, I genuinely do feel a little bit of sympathy because, you know, Jake's goal, it was a cruel deflection, but uh, right at the last minute. But, hey, we'll take it all day. We get the three points, and, uh, you know, I'm sure they'll get their first point fairly soon. Yeah, I I did enjoy the intensity of the match. What did you think about it? It seemed like there's a lot of trash talking going on, Darren. Yeah, I think look, I think it's natural, isn't it? They're a, a new local rival. They've come in. I think um, you know, with David Tepper as an owner, uh, they come in with you know a lot of money. It's one of I think the most expensive expansion franchises. They obviously you know have taken a lot of the things that we've done to try and put that in place, and it's working. They're doing a great job in terms of driving their fan base. So I think that just added a little edge for our fans. And uh, so it was nice for us to get the win. I do think that we, we had a number of chances in the first half. We didn't put them away and credit to them. They hung around and they got that equalizer. And when Joseph had the shot in the 80th minute that looked like it's going in the top corner to keep us aid, you did start to wonder then, is it going to be one of those days where we just can't find the winner? But again, credit the subs that came on. You know, Marcelino Moreno was an unbelievable pass, crossfield ball to Jake. And then Jake still had a lot to do. You know, he managed to cut past the, the left back, and then, you know, you get a lucky shoot, and sometimes you get a little lucky. And uh, it's funny, we were selling uh, St. Patrick's Day scarves that said, make your own luck, and, you know, yeah. couldn't, have, couldn't have got any better. That's exactly what we did. <laughs> As we like to call him, our favorite black Irishman, Carl J. Yes, Mulraney. He, he gets it done. Yeah, Darren, eventually we will get uh, – we have one more match coming up on uh, Saturday, but eventually we will get a break, and I know I really can't wait to see Ara Uju back out there because then we start to get some of those mismatches on the attack we've been looking for. Yeah, and look, I think, you know, we've had our first three games. We've got six points or one point off supporter shield, you know, two points a game. Uh, and as you guys know, we've been nowhere near full strength. So, you know, we've got this game. It's going to be a tough game against Montreal. They play Champions League match tomorrow against Cruz Azul. Uh, but we've got those Saturday and we go into that international break. And then, you know, Luis Arrugia, we've got Santiago Sosa, we've got Franco Ibarra, obviously Miles Robinson was missing because he was suspended. Obviously, Thiago Amadi got on for his first sort of 25 minutes, but he literally landed on Thursday. So we've got a real chance to integrate some of those pieces. Uh, even uh, Emerson Hyman, who's someone that you know we've almost forgotten about because he had the injury last season, has been out for the season. So we've got some real depth this season. I think you know Gonzalo's pleased with the results we've got, but also we know we can obviously play better. We've got a chance to get those players out on the pitch. Uh, so I think it's exciting for the future. 
Darren Eels, our guest, guys, as we talk Atlanta United, it is Dukes and Bell. Yeah, man, no man's on the way. Uh, are you at all concerned about Alonzo? I know the enlarged heart situation. We now know a little bit more about it. As the organization, how do you guys feel? He was cleared. I, I know he was playing, but is there any concern? No, and this is something that you know he's had in his history, and it's just one of those things that obviously when you have something like this, everyone's very ultra cautious about when scans come in, and it was really just to, you know to double check and triple check to make sure everything's okay. But no, it was uh, it obviously it was a big blow to us last week, and I think you know him having to pull out the last minute obviously didn't help us out in Colorado. But again, I think you saw it on the game on the weekend. You know, Aussie. Uh, you know, he's a great player, but also he's a great leader. And, you know, he did a great job winding up the Charlotte players. And he's just got that experience and that savvy. And I think he's someone that, you know, is, is important to us, both on and on the pitch and the attributes he brings. And, you know, we're so delighted that we got him as a free agent. Uh, and I think, you know, he's going to be a crucial part of the jigsaw puzzle for us this season. So uh, this week, what do we got? Is it Montreal coming up on Saturday? So, I mean, what do we, what do we know about those guys? Have they gotten better? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one, Montreal, because they won the Canadian Cup. They qualified for the Champions League, Mike. Mm. They got through the first round, and they're playing against Cruz Azul, who are a very good team. They only lost 1-0 away from home, so they play on Wednesday mm. at home. So we hope that's a nice, tough, intense affair, because right. obviously they'll play Wednesday and come to play us on Saturday. I think, you know, Montreal is dangerous on the break. They've got some really good, uh, pacey players. So it's one of those ones where, uh, you know, kind of, it's it's often the way when we're playing at home, we can get out there and try and convert some of those early chances. Then I think we're in good good position, but we've got to try and make the best of that. And we saw that. We were a little bit unfortunate against Charlotte. We had a corner where Andrew Goodman scored that was pulled back. There looked a bit of a, a dubious call in respect of pulling that one back. And Andrew also had one where he was clean through and the keeper made a great save. So, you know, if we can get a couple of those chances in the first 15 minutes and put one of them away, I think that will really help us. Speaking of Andrew Goodman, I really like him. Yeah. I, I like what I've seen, Darren. What, what, how do you describe what he's been doing for our club? Yeah, I mean, look, Andrew's someone that, you know, we really liked. We had an opportunity to sign him last year, and then we loaned him to Red Bulls because we had George Bellow. We didn't want to block his pathway, but obviously gave us the chance to sort of set up that that um, succession planning so that we had Andrew to come in. I think, you know, the fans have taken to him because he's ultra tough. He puts himself about. You know, he doesn't, there's not a tackle he's never liked. I mean, he gets stuck in, but also he drives forward. And, you know, I think he's just, when he gets the ball, his first instinct is to go forward. So for our fans, that's something I think we identify with. And if the space is there, he'll drive into it. And we saw that on Sunday with a, a, you know, really good game defensively, but also, like I said, had a header from the corner, unfortunately disallowed, but he was driving forward and one of our most productive players. And again, I think Brooks Lennon on the other side, and, you know, he really put, uh, his engine is incredible. The amount of work rate and, and effort he put in, he got us the first penalty. So I do think, you know, on the on the wings, we're looking good with uh, with the fullback options that we have. It is Darren Eels El Jefe for Atlanta United. <laughs> he joins us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. You know, Darren, uh, you already mentioned Marcelino Moreno. Carl tweeted it after it happened. But, I mean, I, I, maybe it just seems to me as a fan, we're, we're playing a little more over the top of the home run ball. That Moreno pass that got Jake Mulraney the goal was a thing of beauty. Yeah, I think, you know, Marcelino, obviously, you know, he's had his uh, injury issues at the start of the season, so he hasn't started the game yet. But, you know, he's another player that, you know, coming in, we know the quality he's got. We saw that last year in terms of the assist that he was providing, as well as the goals. And, you know, he, he made a couple of passes, those cross-field raking balls, but the one that he did to to uh, Jake Morelli for the goal. I mean, it was fantastic because he sort of hit it with a bit of outside swerve and it just was 
just a perfect flight for Jake. And then, you know, Jake still had a lot to do, but it was it was certainly down to, you know, mastering those parts. And, and his vision, I think that's, um, you know, something that we can be excited about in the future for this season. Because, you know, just think of it with, you know, Almada playing with, um, obviously, Jose Martinez as the nine, with Luis Sabarucci on the right, with Marcelino behind them, you know, with... J- whether it's Alonso, Santiago Sosa, Franco Ibarra, Emerson Hyman. I mean, we've got some real options. And, you know, Gonzalo is going to have some difficulty, you know, not only picking the starting 11, but who the bench is going to be because we do have that depth in the squad this season. I think you might have done it again, Darren. <laughs> I like the personnel. Again, we haven't seen our full complement of players yet, but we get a win against Charlotte. Let's get another one against Montreal on Saturday. Darren Eels, thank you so much for joining us. Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. There he is, guys. Darren Eels, president of Atlanta United. Um, there's a lot of options that we haven't had the last couple of years, and he just talked about the depth of the bench. Now it's up to Gonzalo Pineda to, to make it right. And as far mm. as his rotation, subs, how he's going to do it, I'm curious to see how the season plays out. But it was a fun, entertaining match the other night, and I think it'll be the same. By the way, uh, on Saturday, pregame 3.30 kicks at 4 o'clock Right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I believe it's an Andy Randy special broadcast outside Mercedes-Benz right by where we were, by outside a big Falcon. I can't lie. I don't want to say to Darren, I want to sound like a bad fan. I did start to go up the stairs in the 95th minute. It was frustrating. Yeah, it was, it was getting aggravated. And then I literally, I, and then all the fans, there's a guy, uh, Jack, who sits behind us is going, really, Mike? Really? I go, yeah, man, this is over. Of course, I ran back in the seat for the celebration. <laughs> wow. Hey. Uh, my dad said this doesn't matter what the sport is. You never get there late and you never leave early, period. The best part about that goal, by the way, if you watch it again, is how all the players on Charlotte's team collapses. Literally, the air comes out of the bag. It was so funny. When that goal is scored, every member, just, they all fall to the ground. They just fall. And it's the, like, yeah. oh, damn it. So that made me laugh. Hey, but by my, the way, their supporter section was well was represented. Good. And they had nice good. people. We met some nice folks. And they were excited to be at Mercedes-Benz. And they, you know, nothing but compliments. It was like the total opposite of the Orlando City juju. Well, yeah, man. I mean, I think they get it. I mean, that's the right. problem. Orlando came in, you know, with a big ego. And they hadn't done mm. anything. Right. Hey, man, uh, we got plenty more to get to. Yeah, man, no man's on the way. We mentioned this as part of our our opening discussion, but um, we will talk more about it in the Falcon Report at 5 o'clock, and that is, again, that this restructure of Matt's contract is not complete. It It is technically done in the sense that if they need to do it, they can, but it has not been executed. And so, Mike, we said this Friday that the Falcons would not confirm that this was happening. And then the weekend, uh, mm. it came out that they were restructuring Matt. But that is what we now know, that this this restructure of Matt's deal has not been executed, but it's kind of just in the file in case they need to go to right. it. If you need to create more cap space, as first reported by SNN, the Squidbilly News Network on Friday. Bo had it. We were, never got confirmation from the team, and there's the reason why. All right, you want to find out more about Matt Olson? Stay tuned. We are going to head to Oakland and talk to an imp- a reporter who is inside that Oakland organization, has been there covering Matt Olson. We're going to find out more, Braves fans, as he makes his way to Atlanta. By the way, Braves signed Olson to an eight-year, $168 million extension today as uh, they make the trade for him yesterday. All right, that's coming up next hour. When we come back, Bo joins us next for Yeah Man, No Man. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It is Dukes and Bell. We're going to talk about uh, Matt Olson coming up next hour. We're going to talk to Jessica Kleinschmidt. She is a reporter uh, out there in Oakland for the A's. Uh, we'll get the 411 on what we're getting. I know a lot of uh, Braves fans have been looking up, trying to figure out how good is this guy. He's really good, good enough that the Braves gave him an extension. Uh, eight years, $168 million. And Mike and I will get more into that next hour as well. Because, again, I, maybe there's a little bit of confusion as to, well, why would they do this and not try to give Freddie the money that he hmm. wanted? Um there is a lot to that, but we will talk about it coming up. Right now, let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like I should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida, Kennesaw State, and gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. All right, Bo, what's going on, man? Oh, man, it's my, my head is spinning this week. I mean, it's Tuesday. feels like mm. Thursday uh, or Friday. It's just been – feels like the last three days. Because, you know, we did the show at the United, and that was fun. And then you have yesterday where 208, boom, mm. you know, Matt Olson news. And then today with Deshaun Watson wants to come here. Not the Falcons are interested. Deshaun Watson is interested. He's reached out, and obviously there's a relationship. And then – Matt Olson gets this deal, and basically he's going to be making at the end of his contract what Freddie was making this year. Oh, so we have uh, we have literally a wizard running our, our 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 Major League Baseball franchise. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It is, uh, and I said all along, I trust Double A Mike to do what's mm-hmm. best for the franchise. He is doing that. It's hard when you have these big emotional moves like we've had here over the last few days. But the fact is, I've been saying, I think we're still going to have a great team. And I think most Braves fans, I'm seeing it, you know, as guys hit me up, ladies hit me up saying, I agree with you. I think we're still going to have a very good team. Mike laid out this lineup yesterday, Bo. It's stout, even without Freddie. And that's taking into account that we're, again, going to get some of these other pieces back. But it's still a viable lineup. Yeah, I mean, we still haven't heard another team has swooped in and gotten Rosario. And any day that goes a day longer and longer, I guess the ask becomes a little bit less if we want to keep Rosario. So we'll see. But, I mean. 
and we'll get into it next hour, but the Matt Olson contract has got a lot of Braves fans confused because the numbers say, well, if you give this guy that money, why wouldn't you give the proven guy, in their mind, Freddie, the same deal? But yep. it's not the same deal. Yeah, and, and, and real quick, and obviously you guys can talk more about it, but 8 for 168 is a lot different than maybe 5 for 145. Again, Matt Olson will finish his career here uh, unless they have the ninth-year option or whatever, which I think is going to give him, it, uh, I think, $30 million. Um, well, at making $22 million. That's what Freddie made the last three seasons was $22 million. Freddie was not going to be making. He's going to be making 30 plus if he stayed here. So the money is a lot different, and it's a lot younger guy. But some of the stuff we didn't get to yesterday, and I wanted to get to this. So Kyrie Irving was not allowed to play on Sunday for the Nets at home, but he was allowed to sit in the stands, unvaccinated, with no mask. And Kevin Durant, well, you know, we get on to Kevin Durant for being kind of odd the way he behaves, especially with social media, with his burner accounts, and he's almost passive-aggressive. Well, Durant went after the mayor, and he was not passive-aggressive. Yeah, I don't get it. It just feels like at this point now, somebody's trying to make a statement or a point um, to flex their authority. Um but, you know, everybody out here looking for attention, and that's what I feel like the the mayor wants right now, some attention, you know. Um, but he'll figure it out soon. He better. Um, but it just didn't make any sense. Like, there's unvaxxed people in this building already. We got a guy who uh, can come into the building. I guess, are they fearing our safety? With, like, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, opposing teams can come in, Carl. That's what makes no sense to the New York. Well, a lot of things in New York City they don't make a lot of sense, thanks to the former mayor, de Blasio, who instilled, or installed a lot of really crazy ideas, and Eric Adams has basically kept them going with his health department decisions, and that's what's screwing up the Nets. I think I keep thinking it's going to change before the playoffs, but, Mike, at this point, I don't know. I mean, I really don't. Um, the thing I, is, I mean, and we'll talk about it more in Guy Talk, you know, we, you and I are ready to go back to living our, we are living our lives, but, man, COVID in China? Mm-hmm. I mean, and Europe is ramping up again. I mean, like, I'm, I don't, I'm vaccinated. I'm boosted. I'm living my life. I'm not wearing a mask unless I have to. But it just seems like, pff, the, the, let's just hope, knock wood, that, you know, it doesn't come back to hit American sports as it was earlier in the year. Yeah. Uh, he'll figure it out soon. He better. He better. Uh, the, mm. the, the surge overseas is real. I mean, people aren't talking about it because we've got some other uh, other things going on. But you've right. got, you know, China didn't play, right? They, they've been closing cities down from the jump. But they, now we're hearing that. So you're right, Mike. But. As far as the NBA, here's my thing. Just as a fan, I want the best product. Don't don't give me Kyrie can't play mm. in the in the in the playoffs. So I, I'm with I'm with KD. On I this. mean, it just makes no sense that an unvaccinated player can, if I'm reading this right, can come in on another team and play, but he can't. That's that's absolutely correct. Makes no sense. That's, uh, visiting <laughs> but, players but are that's not what, affected. That's what aggravated so many folks about COVID the last two years is the inconsistencies, Carl, and from one state or one city yeah. or you know this and that. I can walk in a restaurant, I can wear a mask, I sit at the table, I take my mask off. What's the freaking point, right? Now, yesterday when I was listening to coverage of this, um, these statements, I heard some personalities on uh, a big network say, "Well, Kevin was wrong for the way he did this because." The, the mayor now might be offended by these comments and double down. But should a, should a politician get offended by criticism and then double down on a stance that is considered somewhat hypocritical and well, ridiculous? Carl, um, I don't know if Squid knows this. Some politicians are very thin-skinned. <laughs> yeah, I would tell you, Bo, uh, and by the way, New York has a, a new mayor, Eric Adams, um, and I think he gets it. 
Okay, so I, I don't know if this is his stance. The policy was in place before he got in office there. I think they're trying to change some things, but I, I don't know, man. I, I would tell you that I, I think the smart ones, Mike, the smart mm. ones get the fact that this is where we need to be talking about the rule changes and, and making it accommodating for guys to be able to play. I think, and, and I think Eric Adams gets that. But again, this was in place before he took office, so we'll see. By the way, guys, our sister station in New York, WFAN, breaking news that Yankees and Mets players that are unvaccinated will not be allowed to play home games as well, and reports that there are, quote, several Oof. unvaccinated star Yankees yeah. and Mets players well, that are unvaccinated. Hold on a second now. Hold on. Were they allowed to play last season? These are outdoor venues, so right. if they were allowed to play last season, Makes unvaccinated, no, why now? Yeah, and no fans are going to be coming in contact unless you're allowing them to sign autographs on the rail. What's the freaking point? But but how can how are we? Hold on a second. But hold on, hold on. I, I don't want to go down a road that you know political. Well, no, why are we making sense? And there's no common sense. But why are we going backwards? Why were these players? unvaccinated, able to play last year in these venues, and because now they suddenly can't. Well, are you talking about 2020 when there were no No, fans? I'm talking about 2021. Okay. Like the, the, we literally just went through a baseball season with fans right. and outdoors, and now you're telling me they can't play? But what, what changed? I thought we were ahead. We're about to take – we're a month away from lifting bans on planes for masks. So you're right. why? You're right. Tell me why. It's, and that's the question. And, and, by the way, Turtle, great job on that because I had not heard that. But that makes things really interesting because, again, you're changing the competitive balance. It's not the same team if stars can't play because of this, especially in their own home stadiums. We'll see where it goes, man. I mean, Mm. this is, again, New York's got to figure this out. But if you're telling me that that this won't affect the Yankees who think they're going to be a championship team and Chris is right, they're not going to be, or the Mets who haven't done anything really yet either. But the fact is – it messes with the competitive balance. I can't. I can't wait to see no Max Scherzer, no Jacob Degrom, no Peter. Maybe those are the guys. I don't know. I'm just throwing out names, but those would be yeah. nice names for for Braves fans. <laughs> All right. Um, this is a weird story, and this is kind of off of what I would normally do. But Dolly Parton is a national treasure, and I don't. I think if you don't like Dolly Parton, and that says something about you and not her, she was. She's nominated uh, as one of the candidates for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And she put out a statement uh, saying, even though I'm extremely flattered and grateful to be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't feel that I have earned that right. She goes, I really do not want votes split to be split because of me, so I must respectfully bow out. Now, she's basically saying that she's not a rock and roller, that she doesn't think she qualifies. We've seen Eminem is on the ballot this year. So should they change... The name of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, if you're going to put in all genres. I'm not hating. I'm just saying well, it's, it's no longer the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's the Worldwide Music Hall of no, Fame. The, N- NWA is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. And that they're, and they're, look, so what they I, did. To your point, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's, it's, it needs to be rebranded as the Music Hall of Fame because, look, I mean, I, I don't give a crap who's in it because you could argue, guys, bands like NWA influenced new rock in the 90s. Like, they did. You know, the Limp Biscuits of the world and Linkin Parks of the world. They are, they're influenced by hip-hop artists. Now, to me, though, I mean, she says, look, I'm not rock and roll. I'm country, so I don't want to deal with it. But, I mean, some people have said, look, if somebody wants to build a giant building somewhere in the Northeast and call it the Hip-Hop Hall of Fame, you can have one. But they have a rock and roll Hall of Fame and is now branched off into other genres of music, which gets some music snobs panties in a twist. Yeah. I would say to Dolly, 
God only knows. <laughs> you know that song. By you know the way, what I'm talking she about. Is awesome. she is she's awesome. She's terrific, dude. She's awesome. I agree. And she deserves to be in. By the way, she's 76. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't tell by me. Chris hit my music. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that um, I think it's on Odyssey Network, and you can find it. You can find it on YouTube. Brian Johnson of ACDC does his interview show. He interviewed Dolly Parton like a year and a half ago. It's hysterical. You'd love it. It's, it's talking about worlds collide. It's great. She's always had that engaging personality. Yeah. Always. It's it's what attracted me to, to Dolly Parton. You go, Dolly Parton, she's a country singer. She's so she's an entertainer. Cool. She's so So cool. Mike has Halle Perry and Bo has Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bo's just saying. She hadn't lost anything. That's I mean, all? yeah, she, dude, she's not at the top of my older, but she, she ain't always, lost anything. Always figured you as a Loretta Lynn man. Well, Mike, she's like ninety-five. I don't think I think I think the coal miners' daughters seen better days. <laughs> the one thing we have learned on this show this week is Mike and Bo both like older. Yeah, but Mike's older is not <laughs> older. But all of my older women are still younger than me. <laughs> hey, man, coming up. We're going to talk about what's going on. Uh, he was a coach for 10 years there. He has been let go. March Madness is on the verge of starting. we got some college news coming up, and we go to Oakland 420 to talk to Jessica Kleinschmidt about Matt Olson. It's Dukes and Bell. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.